best start is always the cold start. So. Recording in progress. Um, I agree. You know, there's really no good way to start. We don't have like a script or anything. So the best way is just to whip it out and smack the podcast in the face with it. If you, you know? lay your dick out on the table, best believe I'd be dancing on that bitch. Um, speaking of, we just started watching Euphoria, right? And there's a lot of dicks in that show, and they're all porn-level dicks. There's no average dicks. There is one small dick, but it's some fat guy on the internet that has a degradation kink. They don't usually get paid to show your penis unless it's like... Massive, porn, yeah. Porn star dick. Uh-huh. It's pretty... Really? Um, I saw, like, uh, when it was really big on TikTok, it's kind of not big anymore, but I saw... Like a bunch of girls talking about how their boyfriends wouldn't watch it with them because all the dicks makes them uncomfortable. And that cracks me the fuck up. It makes me feel like less of a man. I mean, <clears throat> would it be any different for a girl if you're watching a show with basically naked supermodels on it every 10 seconds. Well, I mean, it's an it's on HBO. So, like, yeah. they sh- I mean, like, all HBO shows have I'm boobies. just saying, women already have, like, self-image issues enough that's put on them by society. So, they don't need any more, like, rubbing in their face. I mean, they get enough of it from Victoria's Secret, so. That's funny. That's really, really funny. No, I, yeah, that's why I think fragile masculinity is really funny. It's kind um, of a speaking, new concept. Speaking of fragile masculinity, JJ got him. Hey. He's, been, he's been bugging me since we recorded our last episode two years ago. Back in uh, 1992. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. We we it's predicted been, the Gulf War, surprisingly enough. Yeah, it's been 30 years, guys. How you been? You probably all thought we died and just rolled over and gave up on this, but no. We're here. Um, no, we just got fucked all equally as hard at the same time. You know, it's by this kind of fun a, game called it's, life. It's just the climate of the world that we live in right now. I mean, we were talking about the events leading up to the invasion of the Ukraine before it actually happened, like everyone else was, speculation and all that. And now that since it's happened, you know, uh, February 24th, I think the last time, so funny story, we recorded an episode. Um, about three weeks ago? Uh, about a month ago, actually. <laughs> um, and that very same weekend after it was recorded, and that was after like a month off, wasn't it? Yeah, no, we're really, really bad at this right now, <laughs> uh, to put it in layman's terms. And I'm sick and I keep coughing, so I'm just going to keep hitting the mute button every time I feel like dying. You see, you're better at that than I am. So, so um, but the night that that was recorded, I think it was that night or the day after. Uh, first of all, I'm really just pissed that Josh didn't just... Uploaded that night, right then and there. Like he always like, like does. He always yeah. does. Yeah, he never, was, like he never does. It was fate. It was fate for it to happen um, the way it did. And then his, his fucking, little puppy destroyed. Yeah, his fucking everything. dog destroyed his entire ass computer, ripped the wiring out, chewed it. The electricals are fucked. 
I don't know where he's at on salvaging anything off the hard drive. So if we ever do, by some grace of the universe or miracle of God, get that episode extracted from that hard drive, we'll post it and we'll just title it like the lost, the lost episode. episode. <laughs> um, I want to say the thing. Welcome everybody to the TJ and N show. It's just Tyler and Nick tonight. It's Josh's wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Bree. This is gonna come out after her birthday. So that's Happy extra birthday. funny. Mr. President. Funny story. Uh three years ago on Josh's birthday, um, that was my gift to him. I got completely naked and wrote happy birthday Josh on a paper plate and held it in front of my manhood and did the the happy birthday Mr. President bit from Wayne's World and sent it to him. Um, when our Patreon reaches $100,000 a month, I'll release the video. Ah. Yeah, we got to start up. <laughs> we we got to like open a Patreon first before that can happen. Um so yeah, it's uh it's the long awaited return. I don't know how many people have actually been waiting for this. I JJ guess has. I know JJ has, but I'm talking about like anyone else in the world who might possibly listen to us on a regular basis. Um, well, what's funny about that is during our hiatus, we've actually spread around the world. We have new listeners from Saudi Arabia, the UK, Australia, uh, I think South Korea again, just all over the place. Um, I don't know if they're back, but they were here at one point in time. And I feel like we were talking bad about the Saudis in that episode we lost, or at least I was. I think I vaguely remember that. So it's really funny that that happened and then they listened to us. Well, I mean, here at TJNN, we uh, support everyone except for Russians right now. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> um, well, and, you know, when I say talking about the, about the Saudis, I mean the oil baron Saudis, not the regular Saudis. The ones that live above the clouds. If you live that high of an elevation, you can't be a good person. You mean the layer of smog from all the fucking mm-hmm. oil fields that surrounds Dubai? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've talked about the uh, Dubai before. Maybe that's why they got pinged. Um, yeah, like hey, they talked. They talked about the re- this region of the world that you live in. Maybe you should fucking listen to that. And they'll just hear us being like, "Yeah, Saudi Arabia and fucking Dubai and their fucking oil oil barons and their cloud seeding, fucking evilness." They're not evil. They live above the clouds. Yeah, I will say um, Dubai is a. A, a city of excess and um, consumption. That's for sure. Looks like a mini USA in the Middle East. I bet they have Starbucks. Almost, almost, almost undoubtedly they have a Starbucks. Oh, they probably have 70. Yeah, just in the one tall building. Yeah, one there's each like, floor. yeah, there's just like a Starbucks on like every floor. That's fine. Um, so yeah, obviously, since the last time we released an episode, the world has delved further into the shit. Um, what everyone was uh, <clears throat> preparing for and uh, talking about for you know a couple months finally came to fruition. Russia has finally attacked the Ukraine. There's been. A lot of wild news coming out of the whole scenario. 
it's basically taken over TikTok. It, at least it did for the first couple of weeks. It's slowed down a little bit now, at least on my. I still see page. like I follow like five new TikTok news anchors. Yeah, and they still report about it daily. So I love that. I get um, uh, I get little little clips here and there. It's not like every other one like it was the first couple of weeks. So it's definitely slowed down. Have you been watching any clips on Fortran though? The only thing I've seen on 4chan recently is porn, so no. <laughs> There's Which some is, pretty some pretty gnarly footage. I'm of sure like are those on like wrecked threads or um there's been a couple dedicated uh, to Ukraine like threads war, that war I've threads, seen. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of uh what you see on TikTok and then and, you know what happens after. A lot of Russian tanks getting destroyed real funny stuff but yeah well that's like and i think that's why we're not hearing um so much anymore um i think the uh, russian military has all but stalled out a little bit shit the bed that's for sure and what they were expecting to be a uh, 48 hour campaign of roll in take over and roll out and calling a fucking you know another hard day's work has turned into a three-week affair you know what is crazy to me like the craziest thing about this is that it's a modern military like it's not it's mostly soviet area era stuff i get that but it's a modern military and to have like a logistics breakdown the way they did is just almost unfathomable they, they didn't they didn't um like I just said, they didn't prepare for a extended conflict, so there's a big delay in the supply chain for the conflict. I mean, they did not expect their equipment to have to stay uh, outside of Russia, uh, well, you know, mainly in Russia, for as long as it has. Uh, and their troops, excuse me, their troops are uh already you know they were demoralized the first weekend half of them didn't even know they were being sent to war they were just told they were doing a training exercise and the Isn't next that, thing you know they're you being imagine? told they're gonna kill people it's and like they're well, getting training it's like why are they shooting at us i thought we were yeah it's it's li- it's live training um and, you know, they've been sent uh, expired rations. Putin has been doing everything in his power to control the media machine and the propaganda and making sure, you know, that his people are being fed all the information he wants them to be fed. He's done green screen meetings to make it look like people are surrounding him, but his hand has ironically floated through the microphone. So you could tell Did it was you a see green screen response to that yeah he moves the microphone at the end of his speech, at the end of his speech. <laughs> um he's definitely sitting in a nice bunker somewhere well yeah and i mean the fact that there's been so many attempts on his lives that were foiled because of leaked russian intelligence is just telling you that the russians are the the ground forces hearts are not in what they're doing so I a mean, little uh sneak peek at our next episode deep dive from yours truly this is crazy similar to when the soviets invaded finland right and that worked out pretty well for the fans in the end there uh but like i wonder if it's a similar situation that stalin was facing in that because stalin had created such a field 
fear-filled regime that it was full of yes men so like you had this thing where from the lowest levels they would fudge their numbers and the next guy would fudge their numbers and the next guy would fudge their numbers so stalin was getting a completely fictional view of the battlefield and troop numbers and stuff like that um i wonder if it's something like that i wonder if everyone's so scared of putin that he's like he was like like oh yeah that we can totally do this in two days we'll be in and out it'll go like this like i wonder if all of his generals and everybody was feeding him all this stuff that is definitely not true now he looks like a big buffoon well i think if anyone is truly hiding from the public right now it's probably him his rhetoric has escalated into obviously very deranged levels of lunacy uh, with the nuke threats, the making a list of unfriendly countries, which is like pretty much every country in NATO. Um, um, can we talk about he's, how he's sanctioned like top government officials in the U.S.? Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't virtually, work the same way. Virtually, does they not all affect keep. Them. <laughs> They keep their money here. We don't keep any money there. Yeah, <laughs> there's no reason to keep your money in Russia, folks. Just so you know. But Unless you're yeah, Joe no. Biden with his oil company. And mm. then I think it was like the first week of the invasion, the Russian ruble fell down to less than a penny. I don't uh, know. V-Bucks and Robux are worth more than the ruble right now. I'm kind of curious what the ruble's worth today. <laughs> I think it kind of plateaued a little bit. I know it's still low yeah. like, and you know he's been coming out it. he's been coming out and saying that uh um it's still worth less than a penny <laughs> but yeah he's uh you know been spitting out whatever he can to try and make himself look like he's he and his countrymen are doing okay Did but, it, i think i sent it to our group chat did you see the video of the texas man that was there with the russians before they stepped off we're talking about we're gonna go denazify Ukraine. Yeah, it's like apparently he's lived there for like the last forty years, and he's like just like a propaganda figure for them when they need him because he's your average Joe Smo American. Yeah, I mean, some people serve that purpose, but you know, Putin made a big speech the other day about how the West sanctions have failed and that they're going to prevail. Um, they barely made the payment that they needed to keep themselves from defaulting on their debt. Um, I I saw a video about that and it was really funny because it was like, this could happen, but we don't know what happens if that happens because it's never happened before. I mean, it's, it's like, all really as far as economical impact. Yeah, they're on the struggle bus. Um, also, it's like with the war crimes, like the, the UN and uh, Geneva and all them, they what pool do they have? There, there's there's no acting body that's going to go in there and get Putin. You know what I mean? He well, has to choose to go basically. To trial. He would have to surrender himself to the um, you know authoritarian Whoever does the body. War crimes. Yeah, yeah, and then be tried and he's not gonna do that i mean no he's not it's it's literally he doesn't, it's like, give, he doesn't give a fuck about that he and anyone who has called him a, a war criminal he's dispelled with his ludicrous lies so he said no you no you and then we're like whoa 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 
Um, it's like, yeah, well, Joe Biden can't finish a full sentence. Boom. Roasted. Have you seen these fucking stickers people are putting on gas pumps? They say, I did that. It's a picture of Joe Biden. Hey, man. Come on, man. The oil companies have all the oil. <laughs> They're the ones who control the gas prices, not me. Come on, man. Well, actually, are you going to tell me a sitting president's policy doesn't affect oil prices? Actually, they're sitting on nine thousand permits right now that they could drill, drill into the ground, and and get they could drill today. They could start drilling tomorrow, and I can't do nothing about it because they already got the permits. What 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 are they waiting for? Well, they're what they're waiting for is first of all, out of those nine thousand permits, not all of them are guaranteed to be sitting on a fucking giant well of oil. And they're not all like studied either. You don't know where the oil and, you is. Know, just because you extract the crude doesn't mean you could just start pumping it into the gas tank. You have to like, you know, formulate it into fucking petrol. Also, while policies and stuff we do does affect the overall price of a barrel of oil, but the price of gas is almost directly correlated to the price of a barrel of crude oil. So it's like where that price goes is where our gas prices are going. Surprisingly, even though I'm the woke one, I don't know if there's a lot of I don't I don't I'm not I don't subscribe to the oil companies are price gouging us right now. I don't I don't think that's in that sector. I don't think that's what's going on so much. What what a lot of people need to sit back and remember is is that oil has been and probably always will be a futures driven product. Supply and demand, baby. Which, which means whatever the climate of the world is, whatever little things tip the scales, whatever big things tip the scales, just like the stock market, prices can go up and prices can come down. Well, and you right got now think. oil just keeps doing this, and no one can see me, but I'm doing a little roller coaster with my finger. Um, it's really, I think we had almost two years where people were not driving and were not traveling and, you know, the gas consumption worldwide was really, really low. So they had to cut back on all their producing and shipping. And now the demand is up, up, up. And they're still trying to catch up with getting everything caught up, getting all the well, shit. Yeah, you got to imagine they've probably lost a, a great deal of their labor sector. And if you yeah. don't have the labor getting the gas to where it needs to go is obviously a challenge as well you know Some people truly think they're all hooked up to the pipeline directly all the tree huggers and reservation lovers are going to hate me but you know this is a perfect example of had we just let the pipe come down through canada and to the united states through the dakotas i forget what the name of the pipe was but the pipe was going to help ensure us moving towards a uh, more independent energy future and now it doesn't exist so um me personally i'm not necessarily opposed to pipelines but i think they should go around indigenous land oh i don't yeah no i don't i don't disagree with i don't disagree with that whatsoever I'm just saying that statement in general regardless if i agree with that is gonna upset people you know, mm-hmm. like you can't just go around that. Well, you can. Speaking of this, I don't know. This is a bad connection, but you saying it, you was going to upset people. Um, 
I made my boss mad. And I have two quick stories about this. One, I made this man, this 60-year-old man, walk away because I said, we should have safe injection sites. And he literally waved me off and just turned around without a word and walked away. And I, and I, I thrive for that kind of reaction, to be honest with you. Um, the other one is I pissed him off because me and, me and my fiance are not married. So she's on Medicaid because she needs insurance, right? Man, that made him mad. He's like, you're kind of you're kind of playing the system. I said, no. I said, single mothers need support, and she's a single mother on paper. <laughs> Is it legally? She, she's a single mom of two kids. <laughs> and I uh, said, she needs all the support she can get. And then uh, he said, that's kind of ridiculous. I expected better to you. And I said, do you know how much it costs to have a baby? And he said, no. And I said, neither do I, because the state paid for it. Well, it's not cheap, so. <laughs> does he have children? If he does, they were probably born in a time where health care wasn't as expensive as I say it is today. He does, but they were, they're, they're in their 40s, I think. Oh, yeah. Back then, just, yeah. back then <laughs> they were popping kids out for two grand. Total. Total. Mm-hmm. Now, granted. Out the door, two grand this baby. Gr- granted. Granted. There was... You know, that was a lot of money for the time, right? 40 years ago, $2,000, that's that's a chunk of change. It's really nothing to scoff at now, but it definitely does not go very far. I can say that um, after getting back <clears throat> five figures uh, for my tax return and having to buy a car and pay off a loan and do really stupid adult shit with it five figures does not go far at all i'm spending all mine on new floors like both layers of floors subfloor and top floor that's not fun no. i could buy a fucking jet ski you ever seen someone be sad on a jet ski mm. no but i'm very sad on my hands and knees breaking my back putting these new floors in <clears throat> me now i know you all don't know me i'm six three six two six three 330 pounds. I was under my house in the fucking crawl space on my back for two hours the other day. That should be illegal. I don't fit down there. I had to like turn sideways and wiggle myself in between my fucking floor joists to get down there. Simply put, when that crawl space was invented, they did not take people like they you into consideration. They weren't, this big. they weren't this big. They're like, well, uh, you know what's funny? You say that my dad built this house like 10, 12 years ago. But he's also 120 pounds soaking wet. So he's like, I can fit in between these 16-inch floor doors. No problem. Man, I'm barely 16 inches from belly button to butt. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's not good. Buddy, there ain't <laughs> nothing on my body that's less than 16 inches. Okay. Hey. Hey. Um, hey. Uh, Josh helped me, but he was mostly, I mean, he was on top of the floor. I was the one under the floor. This, it was rough. Yeah, you can't make your helper go beneath the floor. That's fucked up. No. And all you know, I felt bad because, like, I, he offered his help. I did not ask him for help because he's rebuilding his whole house. So I can't be like, hey, can you take time off of remodeling your house so you can live in it to help me do my floors? I'm like, <laughs> you still, know what I mean? Joshua, if you're listening to this whenever it's posted, <laughs> I'm really concerned about that situation and I want to talk about it with you. But- my bad. I'm not going to. Uh, um, I got to see it the other anything. day when he he took me there when he got some tools to help me. It's good. It it looks good. It's a cool layout. 
It looks nice. He's done a lot of work. Very proud of him. Very proud. Well, that's good. I'm glad he's making good progress. His bedroom has a balcony. How cool is that? That's like a very southern like uh-huh. influence. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and walk out onto this balcony from my master bedroom. And, and, look at, and look at my plantation from afar. Literally he's surrounded by fields. So it's that's that. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Southern influence. All he said I can sit here and watch someone else work these fields. Yeah. He's basically a racist when you think about it. You know what I mean? Basically, he's not here to defend you, himself. If you have a balcony off of you're your racist. bedroom, you're fucking racist, bro. All right. Well, you know, you know what's really upsetting about that, Nick? That balcony separates him from us in the class war. So um, he's on the other side. Uh, buddy, the fact that he bought a house already separated us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, that's already been taken care of. We have to eat it. him. When they say eat the rich, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Be the TNN show very soon. He definitely hasn't had it easy getting to where he's at, though. So. No, he's had to fucking fight every step of the way. Cool I mean, between between both the owners dying within two months of each other, both dying right before like, during the sales uh, process. Uh, yeah, like a week before the closing date. In this case, I uh-huh. think the last one was like a day before the closing date or a couple days, whatever mm-hmm. it was. It was cruel and unusual, and uh, yeah, he's definitely not gotten this uh, house um, easily. And then he went to work on it today and all of his tools were at my house. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty funny that he forgot. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Especially I was because it's all the way in fucking Buckurus. It's like a 40-minute drive from my house. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's wild. It's on the other side of Bucyrus. You got to go through Bucyrus. Bucyrus, has the, Bucyrus, Ohio has the stupidest fucking downtown like roads like it's like go to the left the right side's a turn lane go to the right oh go back to the left there's parking spots there go to the right hey you need to merge the lane over in the middle of this intersection every time we go up north uh for the summer which is like it sounds weird to say that it's like yeah we go north every (laughs) summer but uh here, here in ohio we've got this little thing called lake erie and it's basically it's what we call the Northern Ocean. And uh, so every time we go, we have to go through Bucyrus, and that's literally my least favorite part. It is. And it was like pitch black. And um, I live I live by this thing called natural consequences that I constantly have to deal with, right? So two of those combined to make that drive hell. Well, three of those actually combined to make that drive hell. No, it was two. One, I had a headlight out that has has been out for like three months, and I hadn't replaced it. And two, my windshield wipers are both torn. And they happen to be torn right at eye level. So that's really great. It's like a nice smear there where they don't clear anything. And the third one is my work. Uh, it spews out a organic compost is the best way to put it it's steam and bean matter gets shot into the air out of our air system and rains down on all of our cars so my windows are covered in shit bean shit but all my fault like i could have replaced the headlight i could have bought new wiper braids 
I could park farther away from the door at work, but I'm not going to do that. Why would I walk farther to go somewhere I don't want to go? You know My saying? question is, is why do you guys have to spew it into the air? Why can't you spew it uh, like out the back well, door? It's a design flaw. So uh, like uh-huh. yeah. the, the the things I'm, are made to I'm suck steam, right? But they're they're attached to what they're sucking steam from, and the suction's so high they also suck up bean meal. So that gets sent through the system combined with the steam, gets all gross and gets shot into the air. Really easy fix. You just cut that pipe, just give it like a six inch gap from where it's supposed to connect. And all that suction will collect all the steam out of the air. I don't know. This is a pretty crazy thought I know, but it won't suck anything up out of the pipes. I could fix that with a sawzall and a ladder. I wouldn't do that. I'd have JJ do it because I don't do ladders. But JJ could fix that with a sawzall and a ladder in like 10 minutes. You used to do ladders. Uh, when I was forced to. Now I let JJ do all that fun stuff because he so, likes to climb. Question. Do you ever miss crawling up that janky ass ladder that was bolted to the frame of the warehouse and crawling through a manhole that you could barely get through. I had to put my arms up and turn sideways to get through that hole up into that balcony. And that ladder was weighted for like 150 pounds. So no, I, I had more fun under my house. And literally the only thing holding it to the building. It's like a wire? It wasn't a wire. It was like a old Simpson strong tie, like basically like an LSTA. That is so. That funny. was wrapped around one of the handles and then was screwed into one of the cross members of the wall. And I that was is like, crazy. And I'm like, hell yeah, this is that fucking. Balcony, fella oh, going to come the, down. Yeah, the OSB, the, the OSB up there would always crack when you would have a pallet jack with a full load of insulation on it and it made you kind of feel like you were going to die. Sketchy. You know what's really funny about that? One, I want the viewers to know I saw Big Ron. I think we've talked about him before. Saw him at the gas station. Left his minivan running, which I feel like is on. I was thinking, because I worked at two small lumber yards, I have a very visceral, in my soul, hatred for big yards, like Menards and Lowe's, right? Yes. And it, like it does it, that in itself is kind of funny. Uh, but what's even funnier is that the hate is still there, even though I don't work at a lumberyard anymore. Like I hate Lowe's and I hate Menards so much, and everyone works there is dumb, and it's hard to find stuff, and it's just not cool. Well, they do that on purpose because they want people to spend more time inside of their facility. So they. Make I just want difficult. to get in and get out. Especially, yeah. like, when if I have to run there to buy, like, two tubes of caulk, I would rather just drive into oncoming traffic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're just buying caulking, couldn't you just go to, like, Harbor Freight? Wouldn't that be easier? I forget that exists. Yeah. I don't know what they have. But I did buy my first power tool. I bought a fucking jigsaw, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you got to yeah. cut some OSB. Are you laying that, cut some, you laying that some three-quarter tugging groove? Not tugging groove, but it is three-quarter square edge. $62 a sheet right now. That's pretty lame. No, so I got mine for free from Josh. Oh, I didn't well. want to buy that. That's good. But I did spend a bunch of money on paint, too. It's gross. All my taxes are going to this house I live in. I don't even own this bitch. My landlord should be doing this. 
for that joke to land, you guys need to know my, my landlord's my dad. I was going to say, let's just go he, ahead and get that out of the way. He lives next door, but I live in his house. So, like, shouldn't he be doing all this stuff? Not me. Well, considering how much your father does do for you, <laughs> I think this is the least you can do. I pay the bills, god damn it. Um, speaking of him, On time. he's going to MacGyver some chickens. Like, he bought some chickens, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to leave them to fend for themselves out this property he owns. He's buying a chicken coop, putting an automatic feeder in water, and a door on a fucking daylight timer. Nice shot of NyQuil. Um, chug, 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 chug. Lahayim. So it's like, chicken, if you don't get in before the door closes, you're up to the coyotes. Coyotes really like chicken, um, and so do I. I so I can't hate on them for liking chicken. No, I'm sure being a individual who raises chicken, chickens, it's rather frustrating. But I can't say I really blame the coyote because chicken is delicious. Do you think if you make like a coyote effigy from the first one that kills a chicken, it'll keep the other ones away? You mean like how you would make an effigy out of the monsters in the forest and that would help keep them away? But it brings stronger ones. So you think like big, like six foot coyotes show up? <clears throat> well, the effigy. Yeah, that's right. The effigy in the forest. It kept the regular kept, kept the, away. Yeah, but... it keep the regulars away. But then the fucking like armsies and legsies would show up. We spent probably a hundred hours of our life doing that a log glitch in that game. Can you believe that? It was a good time. It was. We built so many bases. Well, I uh, I wanted to do that tower, and then in the end, I'm a little disappointed what direction it was pointing because it was pointing at the mountain. So, the point of that tower was to take off with a paraglider. So, taking off right into the incline of a mountain was very anticlimactic. Yeah. You'd have to do like a sharp right turn or a left turn. Hook like, around. A yeah. cool spin. Um, Apparently, Sun of the Forest is dropping this year. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's the next iteration of that fucked up game. <clears throat> Remember the Fox. flying fucking monster that you and I encountered right after Ian got off? I will never forget that. That was you such were, a core memory for me. You were out in the woods, and then you were like, oh my... Collecting stuff. You were like, oh my god, there's flying sausages like coming out I of the woods. Like, I was like, Nick, it's a wall of meat, and it's chasing me. Help. And then I'm like, okay, we're in the walls. Let's get up here and watch it. And then it formed into a bird. It started attacking us. Crazy. Luckily, we turned off... Um, the wall damage. Wall damage. So yeah, well, we're pussies, and I don't—that's I, too much anxiety for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is way too much anxiety. When this I build my safe place, when I build something, it's meant to protect me, not to fall <laughs> apart just because a mutated pterodactyl decided to knock it down. But what's funny is it had like different forms. So its ground attack was it would turn into like a pillar like a big tentacle and smack down but every time it would smack down it would hit our wall and it would fall apart and then you had to like smash the individual little sausage links to kill it over on video games you heard of the game six days in fallujah so it's 
it was supposed to drop in 01 actually but got delayed because it was too controversial maybe it was like 05 it was after fallujah the battle of fallujah but basically that's what it is it's about the battle of fallujah it's written uh by guys who were there and like it's a procedurally generated close quarters combat game so like what year was this all, like, to every time uh, 05 Wow, I think that's mid, pretty mid, advanced early 2005. Uh, but it got canned. So now, like, every time you play through the game, the houses will be in different places and look different, and also the individual layout of the houses are different. So it's basically fighting through Fallujah, which is like the Taliban. Maybe it wasn't the Taliban. It was maybe Mujahideen. They had, like, a month to prepare the city before the invasion. So, like, every house was turned into a fortified fighting position. And it was like close quarters combat from hell. Every block, every house of the city. So that's like a fun video game. So it was like like, uh, like an FPS or real time yeah, strategy? Yeah, or, it's or, FPS. I'm not sure like what multiplayer looks like because there's not a lot of information out yet. But it's supposed to drop at the end of this year. It was supposed to drop. I think I told you about it when we worked at 84 together. I think it was supposed to drop in like 2020 and it's been delayed twice now. I think once something like that. So it's probably never going to drop, but I hope it does. Well, that's already 17 years late. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, just keep making it till it's really good. Right. Yeah. I mean, this game was obviously going to be a PC game, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to, it's supposed to drop on next gen too. Speaking of, I can't find a fucking Xbox anywhere. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah, they're still uh, pretty hard to come by. I refuse to buy. I refuse to spend fucking six hundred dollars on Facebook Marketplace. That's too much risk. Yeah, no. They'll be like in a year. They'll be like the market will just be saturated with them. Uh huh. I don't want to wait. My Xbox is taking a shit. So meanwhile, your band aid for the situation is your backup, right? Yeah, it's like an Xbox One Slim, one of the white ones that's really thin that has like less than a less like 250 megabytes of storage on it. That's virtually fucking useless, dude. It stutters. Like, I feel like try to open Hulu like three times because it's like, no, no, thank you, no, no, thank you. Okay, you can watch Hulu now. I mean, that's basically with that hard drive. That's basically Call of Duty. Yeah, well, I luckily I have a one terabyte external that I can hook up to it that has all my games in progress yeah. on it. So I got really lucky and didn't lose anything. But I had to update everything and like put all my passwords into shit. It was annoying. First world problems, I was ready to kill myself. <laughs> this poor boy, he's playing Xbox on the, on the Slim. The slim. <laughs> he basically has poverty. He's basically playing on the original <laughs> Xbox now. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still rocking the PS4 Pro. And, you know, it's aging pretty well. It's uh, keeping up with the times for sure. Well, Obviously, I got my... a PS5 would blow it out of the water. but I got my OG, my Xbox, like week one of the Xbox One release, and it finally took a shit. Yeah. Rest in peace. Actually, the Xbox is fine. I think my power cord's bad. I think that's what's going on. Because, like, if I let it set for 24 hours, it turns back on. But, like, 
I swear, I think like because it has like that box, like the cord that plugs into the Xbox, and it's like a box, and it's like a cord to the wall, whatever that is. Yeah, I remember Xbox 360 power supplies when they took a shit. Those were that was like a hundred dollar replacement mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I might just break down and do it, but. Well, also, my fridge took a shit since we're talking about spending money on the podcast. I'm sure this is great content. Yeah. I, almost bought, I almost bought a Samsung fridge with a screen in it and Alexa, but it was like 2500 bucks. And it's like, it's cool and all, but like, what am I going to do besides listen to music on it? And I have a speaker in the kitchen, anyways. So it's like, I would say, if anything, it's like living in the get future, the, get the fucking Samsung that tells you like what food that you need. It it was one of those. Like that was the other cool thing. Like it has like cameras in the door, so you can like click on it and look in the fridge without opening the door. Uh, but that's convenient. I don't want to spend two grand on a fridge, but they're so fucking expensive. I could buy a car for cheaper than some of these fucking fridges. No, you can't. Yeah, you're probably right. I haven't looked at cars. Not anymore. Um, at least take it from a guy who just bought that. a car. Yeah, I believe you. Um, you know how they do dented and damaged ones, like for cheap. Like box stores, you know? Yes. Stuff that literally falls off the truck. It's usually not bad. It's usually just like a scratch or something. I was looking at one and it was bad. Had a nice big ding, like a a corner to corner scratch on one of the doors, like a deep scratch. And it was missing a handle. But it was marked down twenty five hundred bucks. Like that that was the the, what what they took off. It was like six hundred bucks. And I was like, I'm getting it. I don't care. I'll put little cabinet knobs on the drawer and it'll work, whatever. And then I looked at the back and I could almost, I could stick half of my arm in the back in this dent where the condenser is. It was almost like a foot deep. And I was like, yeah, that's probably not good. There's probably some important stuff back there that Mm -hmm. makes the fridge go cold. Yeah, that would have been a waste of $600 after a week of use. I know, but it was so cheap. (laughs) And you know that would have been an all-sales final purchase. Fuck yeah, no returns, no exchanges. They'd be like, yeah, you just got that thing for like 50% below cost. Go fuck yourself. Oh, it stopped working? What'd you fucking expect? Look at it. That's what what they would say. You can literally fist the condenser. What do you want from us? Oh, during this process at, an, at another store, a salesman tried to mind fuck me and he overstepped his bounds, in my opinion. Um, so I was I, I didn't buy from him. I didn't buy from him because it was another dented fridge and it was like twenty one hundred bucks. And I was like, I'm trying to spend less than two thousand dollars. And he says, I can probably knock off. I can probably get you under two thousand. Let me talk to my manager. All right. So I walk away come back later after looking at stuff and the manager's there and he's like you looking at this and i'm like yeah i'm looking at that but i don't know i'm not quite sold yet you know i'm trying to stay under two and he rips the sticker off the thing and says uh 1999.99 there you go write it up and hands it to his salesperson like he went one penny under my asking price and i didn't like that i didn't like it one bit no nope. so i said no, thank you, sir. Don't write that up. I'm good. And I walked out of there with my dick in my hand like a man. What a cocksucker move. <laughs> I, I <am> mean, right. <laughs> like, if you would have said, like, anything but that, even if it was, like, 10 bucks, like, 
just it was just the fact that you wanted to go a penny under my asking price, like you did something for me. Yeah, I would have been like under two. I would have been like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to spend like less than two thousand, even after taxes. But I appreciate the thought, you fucking cocksucker. (laughs) What a piece of shit. That's some like greasy fucking car salesman on a dented fridge too. Like it's like acting like homie was losing out on something. Like go fuck yeah. yourself, bro. Dude, you rot you wrote this thing off as a tax deductible as soon as it fell off the truck. I'd be like, listen, uh buddy, I know you are salary and I'm sure you get a bonus for <laughs> you know all the shit you guys sell. But let's be honest here. This shit ain't going to fly anyways so why are you being <laughs> like this right now you're just trying to price gouge you're basically trying to be joe biden right now <laughs> are you buddies do you know him because you're acting like him joe byron uh so i guess you don't did, did you see the clip of him where someone was like do you think putin's a war criminal and he said no and walked away, and then he came back, and he's like, "Wait, what'd you ask? Did you ask if he's a war criminal? Yeah, I think he's a war criminal." Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, not. I mean, he. You're in a room full of crowded people. Everyone's talking at you. Of course, you're gonna miss something. But it was just such a grandpa way for him to come back. And, yeah. What, was like, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Did you did you say ask me if he's a? Yeah, yeah, he's a war criminal. Yeah. And did I almost get canceled. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can you imagine if Joe Biden says Putin's not a war criminal and he's like, I didn't hear her right. I misunderstood the question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of there's people out there who support the whole fucking Russian invasion right now. And it's like, what do you think about that? You see a lot of that in some of these new like Republican people. Like they're like literally the anti AOC is kind of how they present themselves. You know what I mean? Like some of these new young people. I think Bobert's one of them, and that blonde girl who. Yeah, they the were heck- the they were heckling at the uh, State of the Union. Um, oh fuck yeah! No, okay, like no one likes a heckler at any any time. It's never okay to heckle, in my opinion. Well, not to mention, I mean, you're in a professional environment, okay? You're you a are a motherfucking congress... <laughs> you're a congresswoman. Both of you. She kind of they're, played they're herself. Ba- they're basically like mini Sarah Palins, you know? Just like Where really right... Like... like right-leaning extremists, like like alpha females who like uh-huh. hate Democrats, like stereotypically, not even like for Can we a good talk reason. About how they call the uh, I, I'm just gonna I don't know their ethnicities, but they call like the Middle Eastern, like in the brown people, the bomb squad. Like they they are like racist towards other Congress people. The bomb squad. <laughs> everybody, That's... everybody thinks it's fine. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Off the record, everybody. That's kind of funny, but like in a really I terrible mean, way. Yeah, but you like that's something you hear on 4chan or on a fucking Xbox Live party, not on the fucking Senate floor. Oh man, shit's wild right now. I know Mitch McConnell like looked like himself the entire time, so that was cool. The turtle, turtle man, crazy. 
the government's fucked up. We li- we're living in such an absurd timeline right now that it is not even funny. This Listen, shit that's if we could just go back to if we could just go back to Bearstein Bears instead of this Bearstein Bears bullshit. Like really when they said it. when they said like there's no going back to pre-COVID, I didn't know it'd be like this. I didn't know this is what they meant. Because I don't vibe with this. This I'm doesn't back, work for me. I'm I'm back to pre-COVID because guess what I wasn't doing before COVID? I wasn't going out Anything. all the time. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't go to bars. I didn't go to concerts. I didn't go to football games. I went to a few football games like once every other but few years. Rarely, yeah. Yeah, it, those were like occasions. They weren't like, oh my god, this, little this, treat. this affects my everyday life. Huh. I mm-hmm. enjoy being inside of my home. I enjoy being around my children, my wife. I, you know, occasionally get out of the house on the weekends. We go outside when it's nice. Go to the grocery store. We, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we get groceries. We see, like, the grandparents. And then we're done. I'm like, I'm tapped. I'm done. Sorry. Can we talk about for one second? Sorry for all of our non-parent listeners. It's a fucking chore to go anywhere with two kids. Holy shit. Fuck. Oh, my God. I never want to do anything. Literally the worst. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, I took fucking, I, we took our two kids to a 13 year old's birthday party at a fucking skating rink. Oh my fucking God. So I haven't been skating just, in like 12 years. And so like, you just didn't want to have fun. Is what you're no, like, oh, Jesus fuck. Like, it was wild. And they were all scream singing, a bunch, a gaggle of 13 year old girls scream singing TikTok songs. No, thank you you i like tiktok songs they're usually pretty catchy but that's not how i want to consume them i want to consume them with my bright little rectangle that melts my brain yeah crazy i know that's her name dual dualipe don't know dualipe singer song um singer of a song there we go um is that the chick with the white and black hair I don't remember. She does. I'm trying to remember the words of her song, but she basically is getting sued by a Rasta group who claims I've that she stole it. Stole it. Okay, now I've heard, I've, I don't know much talk about it. I haven't heard a lot about it, but I did see a video of someone trying to prove that it's fake. Apparently, the people, like somebody, I think the people that are suing her, like they like re uploaded their song. Like on their SoundCloud or whatever, and it was a different version than the original song. So it seems I don't know. Is it fake? Do you know more about it? Nope. Oh, I don't even know if <laughs> that's it's, it. I don't that's even the story. Yeah, I don't even know <laughs> if it's like gone to court. I don't even know if there's like this settlements happening. I, I have no. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> I just heard about it one time. And I'm Here's like, oh, something that's funny. We both vaguely heard about good content. Yeah. Yeah, we don't call them dumpster fires for no reason, people. We're no, just, I'm, I'm, we're just here having general conversation right now. So I hope you like this because if not, then we failed you. We're really just trying to get back on the horse. And just, we're yeah, here. yeah, that was my Tom Brady we're speech today. I was like, I don't care if it fucking kills me. I'm doing it tonight. <laughs> I like Let's the fucking go. We're back. Oh, by the um, way, we can get that... some more guests. That yes, we need to do that. But by the way, Tom Brady news for a hot second since we're all over the place, anyways. What did uh, he kiss his son on the mouth again? No, that's old news. This motherfucker <laughs> came out of retirement, right? 
um, like this past week, announced it on Twitter. He's coming out of retirement to go back to the Bucks. I've seen the memes. This man <laughs> spent two months f- with his wife and kids and was like, nah, I'll go get tackled by 400-pound men instead. <laughs> well, not only that, but this dude... You can only kiss your son in the mouth so many times in two months. Th- this dude's last touchdown pass, the football that was thrown to, his last touchdown pass football was sold for half a million dollars on an auction. I bet that guy's sold. And now that ball is literally worth nothing because it's just another touchdown ball. It's not like significant to anything other right. than Tom Brady threw it. It's no longer his well, last I mean, touchdown I guess it, ball. It's still, I mean, it was his last touchdown ball the first time. Yeah, but he's unretired now. So now it's like kind of like he wasn't even like gone for like he like three he, dude. He, he re- literally was not gone for two months and came back. No, it was like the normal break I imagine guys take after the Super Bowl before they get back to training camp. That was his fucking retirement. I just there's a lot of people saying <laughs> that his whole unretirement needs to be investigated. And I'm like, wait, why? Why are we investigating someone unretiring? Like it's just a they little. They just hate Tom Brady. It's, it's just a little convenient. That's all. And I'm like, okay. What is what is when like, did also when Brett no, Favre retired no and then came back? No one said shit about <laughs> investigating him. He got traded to the Jets. I don't like and Tom then, Brady, but I do love all the hate he gets. It's so funny. I mean, he's a goat. He's bound to get hate from somebody. Me, I hate him. He kisses his son on the mouth. I'm sorry. It's low-hanging fruit, and I just think it's really funny. Well, to be fair, I mean, when my kid, when my oldest son was a little, little, little toddler, like one years old, he didn't know any better than to kiss you on the lips. So anytime you ask for a kiss, he always kissed you on your lips. But now he makes sure to kiss you on the cheek because that's how kids learn and you progress in life. This I motherfucker, not a fan of the lips. This, this motherfucker kisses his fucking, like, 12 year old 13 year old kid on the fucking lips and it's just like ah yes <laughs> there, there's a point where it gets kind of weird at any age the sex has less well, to honestly do with honestly after like... i would say after age two it's i i, I would give it i would have given it till two and then i would have been like call me no forehead know. cheek whatever no forehead, from day cheek. one lazi's been like you want to kiss here's my forehead that's mostly what Arthur does now is he just leans in for you to kiss him on his forehead or on his cheek. He never puckers up himself. And I'm like, you're a little shit. Um, lay, lay one on me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give your papa a kiss. <laughs> I like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Kids are weird. They're funny as fuck. Lizy uh, has been doing this thing where if she doesn't want something, she says she doesn't like it. It's like the same thing. So like Bailey's mom was over the other day and we were we were just gotten home and she was here watching Isla and we get out of the car and we're like, Grandma's here, you're gonna see grandma? And she's like, I don't like grandma. And we, we just looked at each other and was like, Oh shit, I hope she doesn't say that in front of your mom. <laughs> I don't like her. Hilarious. What's funny is Arthur is in love with my dad. He calls him Paul. Obviously it's his grandpa, but he calls him Paul. And some some days, Arthur will be like, are we going to go see Paul? Like, probably not today. And he'll go, oh. And then the days, and then the day will come up where we're going to go see him. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go see Paul? And he's like, Paul, 
Let's go see Paul. Paul, let's do it. Let's do that. Are we going in the car? 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. 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 Yeah. You can't tell them until you're walking out the door. I find myself saying yes to him. 13,000 times in a row just for him to shut up and he still doesn't understand the word yes but he understands the word no she likes the I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready and then we get this kid in the car he's all excited he's pumped he's ready he's going bye bye he's happy we get to the house I unload him we walk in I'm like there's Paul and he goes no Paul I'm like, what? The fuck? <laughs> what in the actual fuck are you doing right now? What in the actual fuck do you actually think you're fucking doing right fucking now? What? Excuse you? Oh my god, that's hilarious! Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fine, we're going home. Sorry, Dad, we're going home. Paul was just a means <laughs> to an end to get out of the house. I see how it is. <laughs> you didn't actually want to be here. Uh, he usually That's warms what, up dude, within a few minutes, but still, it's like fucking yeah. those couple warm days we had broke Lizy every broke. day. It's like we're going outside. We're going outside. Yeah. No, yeah. it's forty fucking degrees and raining. We're not going outside. Yeah. No, Arthur got taken. Obviously, it wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend before. We went to uh, oh, there's a park up off of Buttermilk Hill here in Delaware. Um, they have really nice nature trails, and Arthur loves just running. So we took him up there to run. Just we we're like, release your energy into the universe and run, run until it hurts. And uh, you know, we wore him out, and he loves going outside and playing outside. And then the week after that is when all the snow came. He got sick. He got us all sick, which I'm still sick. <laughs> you dub that sentence and I keep fucking <laughs> and I keep fucking pausing so I can go fucking cough my fucking throat out. And uh every day this week was really nice. And then of course by the weekend it was just fucking rainy. Cold again. It's fucking cold rain. Um, I have a hilarious uh title for this episode. It's gonna say dumpster fire POV. Tyler and Nick haven't talked in a while and you listen to us catch up because that's what this podcast is. It's just us chatting. I'm literally at the point where I'm just going to And don't judge me. I vape and I'm vaping through this right now because I'm a nicotine addict and I know there's people out there who smoke through their colds. So don't even try and give me shade or shit. Okay. Those sick nicotine buzzes do hit different when you're too physically sick to hit your vape for a couple hours and you smack on it and you're about to mm. die. But it's a good kind of die. Mm. It's like, yes, please, sweet death. Yes. <laughs> you know, I used to be really big into dip and dipping, especially when I worked at the lumberyard. I was, it was like an automatic like mechanism, though. It worked there. It was just like everyone else dipped. So it was so easy to just pick up a can of dip and start dipping. I mean, that's where I started and stopped. And uh, I actually, like, I got a little, like, nostalgic here recently and I bought a can of Grizzly Wintergreen and I put it in my fucking mouth and I'm just like oh burn so good it's <laughs> ah. <laughs> more it's like more. it hurts so good that's literally the only way to say it it's like it hurts so, so good 
It's like JJ fucking getting stabbed in the fucking gums by like a knife that's flavored with fucking mint. <laughs> JJ fucking dips. I don't know what he dips. I think it's long cut. Bitch ass offers. You want some? You want some? No, JJ. No, thank you. No. So I don't like I did doing. Get him to uh, I do not like loose leaf out of a can. Personally, myself, if I do loose leaf, I do it out of a pouch. Um, usually Levi Garrett because I'm a snob. Everything else kind of tastes like dry tobacco leaves. <laughs> like shit. And Levi Garrett tastes like whatever but- it's flavored. Buttermilk raisins is like the best way for me to explain it. That's yummy. I got JJ smooth vape like mine. What kind of vape? Um, it's a little voopoo. I forget. I forget what it is. I'm showing you. I'm showing the audience too. It's about three inches. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's just a little pod system. It looks like a you know, pod. The, the things come out. It's stuck. The things come out, and you fill them up. Yeah. I've been using this this juice called Pod Juice. Is the brand? It's Jewel Mint Diamond. It tastes like a motherfucking mint pod. Yeah, baby. They have mango too, but I haven't tried it yet. Isn't like the only flavor you can get now, like Virginia tobacco. You can get menthol too. I couldn't go back to menthol after this sweet, sweet minty goodness. Mint, the fucking uh, mango. If you had a mango cranberry, the last mango pod in town sold for like fifty-five bucks at a gas station. It was a pack of pods, and that was like six months after they stopped selling them. They were still selling their overstock. It was like some sketchy. You know, gas station that bought a bunch of jewel pods when they got banned. Sure. So I, I paid like I think once they went up five dollars more, I bought my last pack because I wasn't going to pay any more than twenty bucks a pack for jewel pods. But they they sold their last mango for fifty five and their last mint for fifty five, I think. And somebody bought them, probably some underage kid, if we're being honest with ourselves. But we used to have a. Uh bodega here in delaware it uh, took the form of the uh um oh what was the uh the name of that place on sandusky it was called the full up the full up that's okay. funny <clears throat> a couple different brands cycled through there i think certified cycled through there sunoco cycled through there but at the end of the day it was called the pull-up station or something like that that is you hilarious could, and you could walk in and dude literally just had like bongs and all this other fucking bullshit right behind the counter wraps papers water pipes bowls bongs one hitters chillums whatever you want to call them just everywhere and he used to sell this in the skies not in business anymore for the record but um he when we were in our early 20s he sold this stuff called crown oil and crown oil was sold to the streets to be uh was sold to the streets as marijuana oil so naturally everyone like wanted it it was only 20 bucks a bottle and you got like 30 milliliters for 20 bucks. Was it like Delta 8 or was it like sketchy? Like, this, like, this is before, like De- 
This was before Delta 8. This was before Delta 10, Delta 1. It was before all the Deltas, before all the legal shit. And it ended up being fucking Vicodin juice. Oh my fucking they god. They literally laced the shit with Vicodin. Put a Vicodin in um, an orange juicer? Basically, yeah. So you're vaping basically Vicodin. And I, sadly, you know, a victim of it. I never got addicted, but shit made me paranoid as fuck when you got high. <laughs> um, I feel and, like I'm doing something illegal because yeah. it's like, and And uh, sadly, regrettably, actually, it's really their own fault, but some uh, the reason they got caught was because some high school kids at Hayes snorted the crown juice. You snorted juice? They snorted it, and it sent them into cardiac arrest. And As it does. They had to obviously be hospitalized. And when they found out from the investigation, they're like, okay, what's this crown oil? Where the fuck are you getting it from? This gas station over on the south end. They go over there. They find the gas station. They find the fucking crown oil. And they fucking close up shop. Pack them up. Send them back to fucking Saudi Arabia or wherever the fuck that little brown bitch came from. That so, is so fucked up. Yeah. Um, can you imagine pissed and dirty and be like, I just used crown oil. Yeah, right. Funny story I did. That's fucking hilarious. I was Did you do getting, anything else at the time? I was smoking weed, like just normal weed. Mm-hmm. And then I was smoking what I thought was just weed oil. And uh, I failed a uh, employment drug test for uh, Vicodin. And then I've only failed now, one what's drug weird, test ever. But what's really weird about all that is at the time is I actually had a medical prescription for um like it is, not, not, yeah basically it's called like i think it, now it's called like um narayan nor, norco or something like that norco or uh something with an so you're talking about them new news you ever had new news <laughs> but anyways uh basically really 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 powerful um tylenol with a pinch of what Vicodin used to be because they don't call it Vicodin anymore and they don't sell just Vicodin. Um, They actually, when I got the prescription, my dentist wrote Vicodin on the prescription slip and the pharmacist was like, yeah, we had to call him because it's not called that anymore. And we were like, I was like, okay, Oh, I don't really (laughs) care. My face fucking hurts. (laughs) And, uh, he promised me painkillers, so give them to me. And you give only get fucking pills. You only get like ten because they don't want you like going crazy with it, obviously. And it was a really small dose; it was only like two hundred fifty milligrams <laughs> per pill. So I'd have to take the whole bottle to get fucking wigged out on it, you know. Nick, you were you were smoking Suboxone. That's what that's what that crown juice was. Young and dumb, buddy. That's all I can really chalk it up to. That's really funny. That's really funny. At least you didn't do K2. I refused. I was like, you know, I refused to ever do that knowingly. Um, That shit was making people, first of all, it's just giving them headaches because it's basically... It burns a hole in your brain. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's just you're basically smoking incense. At that and, point, uh, just smoke incense. Yeah. But at Fucking... the same, but to the same effort, it only really got you high from what I've been told for about twenty minutes. And then you got a wicked headache from it, and it just could cause hallucinate uh, hallucinations. It was not a good time. Bad stuff. Um, I'd rather vape DMT before I ever try K two. That is so funny. Can you imagine the hit of DMT you'd get if you ripped it like a normal vape? Oh my god. I think you can only get it in carts, but yeah, that would be pretty wild. Like if you just took a bat. I know. I know if I wanted a DMT car, all I'd have to do is make one phone call and someone would find um, it for me. I know. I know a guy that did DMT once and he didn't do it how you're supposed to. It wasn't like a, I'm going to do DMT and experience it. He was at a party and it was, hey, you want to smoke this? Sure. What was it? DMT. Oh, shit. Like That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough way to go. <laughs> Yeah. Right, because you're like, before that, you can even process, you're already tripping. It's like, <laughs> well, that's supposed to be what? like a, that's supposed to be like a spiritual moment, not a, I'm at a party moment. Yeah, right. Isn't that crazy? Um, back on the drug test thing, I only failed one ever, and it was probably the worst one I could have possibly failed. The only like it was uh for a youth detention center. How funny is that? Very funny, considering you Isn't were it? gonna go work with the children who probably failed drug tests, right? And yeah. Like, it, you know what was funny is they didn't even like. I tried to get out of it and I couldn't, and I came back the next day and I couldn't. I just couldn't, and finally they're like, "Look, dude, you just gotta go." The the tech was like, "I don't care if you pass or fail. I do not care. It does not affect me. It just affects you. You just gotta piss in this cup." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." What's funny is they didn't even call me. We both knew once that cup went away, I wasn't getting the job. So <laughs> there was no tough. email or anything. <laughs> that was always the cool thing about Kevin though from 84. He would ask everyone in the interview about drug testing. He'd be like, listen, man, I get it. Pot's a thing. People like pot. Do you need some like time to do this? To- figure something out clean yourself up what do you gotta do he's like because i ain't about to lose you as a potential new hire over some fucking over weed. that yeah like it's <laughs> just, stupid just don't be high when you're here that's all i asked oh and we had two yard guys if you do you remember christian i didn't meet him but you told me about him you said they'd smoke on the way to work and roll up christian and robert yeah. Fuck. yeah they'd roll into the fucking office there on the side of the building and you could just smell it and their eyes were they always just had the what's up we hey. got loads to build <clears throat> all right hey man i'm gonna like drive the work left bro <laughs> but uh yo kevin not to be uncool but if you drive for me i'll do all the lifting <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just do not feel safe operating. You know, a Ben. Ben is back at eighty four lumber. At our at our eighty four lumber. Yes, back. I'm in gonna Delaware. go apply. He's the dispatcher no, now. Who's the? Do you know who the the co manager is? It's some random dude that we don't some, know. Yeah, some dude we don't know. But Alex is gone too. You're Alex. Alex Bald. 
Alex? No, not Psycho Alex. The or Alex, the one that no one liked. Right, the one you became friends with. What the fuck was the co-manager's name? Austin. Austin. That's fuck you, Austin. If you're listening, he's not. But if he is, he's in Cleveland. Let's play now. Xbox. That's hilarious. We played COD with him once, and that was so cringe. He was so tryhard. He's like, can we play the CDL League? I don't like shotguns or rocket launchers or, or stun grenades. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, he was a bit of a pussy. It's more skill-based that way. You know, back to DMT for a second, though. Just for a hot, <laughs> for a hot second. <laughs> Apparently, when you vaporize it, the effects on set are pretty fast. But they That's only what I've work, heard. It's like but, seconds. But they only last for like 15 minutes. Like but in, it feels in like... Real, in real time. But like uh-huh. in your head... It can feel like months or years. It can just keep going and going uh-huh. and going. Some people say they live a whole life. Like a whole other life on their DMT trip. and it's not Like a different... Like of a family and stuff. Well, yeah, you know, it's crazy. crazy. Like DMT, much like many other drugs, is a natural chemical that our brain produces. However... DMT is only released in your brain when you die. I was gonna say, isn't is, it what flows yeah, the brain when you die? Yeah. 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 So it's kind of it's called the what is it called the um the the soul the soul particle or something like that. But um, so that, that's I'm, probably I'm, the whole life I'm, flashing before your yeah, eyes. Yeah. So like they're saying, like so there's a lot of newer research coming out saying like when you see that light at the end of the tunnel or you know you see a light in general or a, your life flashes before your eyes you're just having a dmt trip you're just tripping balls and i think that's just an evolutionary response to make death a little more um peaceful for hey, yeah um, that's assuming you get to die a natural death um if you not get your <laughs> If you get your head cut off by the cartel, you're probably suffering the whole time. So, I would imagine that? so. Uh, go yeah. hit, go hit up the four chan. Uh, you'll want to type in slash gif slash. You'll want to get into that board. There's a lot of porn, but if you type in r e k t rect, you will see things that'll change your life. So there you go. Oh, fun thing about me, I make it a point to not view wrecked or gore and porn in the same sitting because i don't want to cross any wires in my brain no i never do that no no if i see a if i see a wreck if i see a wreck thread while i'm scrolling for porn that's a that's a non-starter that's a non-starter for me i'm gonna go ahead and shelf that keep it in the back of the brain right now we're looking for something to release the baby batter we don't if we're not into that Uh, i'm not turned on by gore so um so we've been talking for a while here and uh kind of rambling and probably boring the piss out of people um really this was just back, it was just our introduction our reintroduction our re re reintroduction to podcasting you know hopefully we touched on some subjects that you give a shit about but if not i'm sorry we're just here to to talk right now and kind of get reacquainted it's been a month, which it's felt longer than that, personally. I think it's been two months, um, almost. No, we we well, the last episode would have been closer to the one month mark, but yeah, 
Josh's dog sucked dick. So you want to do one? Am I the asshole? Before we, yeah, before let's let's uh, let's let's give it some normalcy okay. here. What do you do? You want funny or genuine? Do I want funny or genuine? Uh huh. Let's uh, let's flip a coin. Do you have a coin? I don't. Um, I'll flip my vape. There's right. no only one side. I'll flip my other vape. Heads is funny. Tails is genuine. It was heads. Okay. Am I the asshole for calling my friend an idiot for wanting a maternity test? My friend Dan recently found out he might be a father. I say might because the girl he's been having an on and off relationship with, Kara, is pregnant. He's not sure if he's the dad. She offered to get a paternity test once the baby's born. Doesn't expect any kind of support until they find out the baby's his. He's on board with that and appreciates she's not pushing him into fatherhood if the baby isn't his. The issue is that when he was talking to me about it, he also said he wants to get a maternity test done to make sure the baby is hers. Kara's visibly pregnant. We know she's pregnant because she did a maternity photo shoot and posted on social media. So it's obvious she's not faking being pregnant. We've both seen her in person too, and she's most definitely pregnant. However, Dan believes the baby might not be hers. I had to explain to him that that's not how biology works. And unless she, she got an embryo implanted in her, then she's definitely the mother. She's a waitress and works for minimum wage plus tips, so I doubt she has the money to afford an embryo implantation. Plus, it's ridiculous to think that she'd do all that just to baby trap a guy who was unemployed living with his parents at 32. Plus, he's never donated sperm. He's genuinely convinced the baby might not be biologically hers, despite not only me, his mom, and other friends explaining to him that's not how baby slash pregnancy works. He's still insisting on a maternity test and told me that I was being ridiculous and I'm the one who doesn't understand biology despite me studying to be an autopsy pathologist, which has required quite literally years of biology classes. I got fed up and called him a senseless idiot and told him to call me when he got his head screwed back on straight. Ever since then, he's been sparing my phone and has gotten a couple more friends to spam me as well, telling me I'm being insensitive and he's just stressed about possibly being a dad. So am I the asshole for calling my friend an idiot? No. No, no. How funny is that, though? Like, it's a, how do we know it's hers? She's saying it might be mine. I'm saying it might not be hers. Maybe it's mine, but not listen, hers. Listen, the only way, <laughs> the, only, the only thing, the only person who can be deemed not the parent in this scenario is the man. Yeah. Even that, I don't even care if you had an egg donor. You're growing it. It's fucking yours. It's yours. It's yours. It came out of you. You made that. Guess what? If you didn't supply the yum yum batter, then it ain't you, yours. You ain't the dad, okay? Now, um, if you supply the yum yum batter, you're the daddy. That's how it works. Maybe if there's multiple yum yum batters, you might not be the dad. Don't yuck in your yum, did bro. Did you know? Did you know the man's dick has the mushroom head to scrape out other man's yum yum sauce? Mm. That's, that's the biological reason one little funny pregnancy story Bailey's sister was pregnant like a high school pregnancy and her parents did not know they did not find out until she was in the hospital giving labor and the hospital found out she was a minor and called her parents that's how funny. crazy is that that she was able to keep that a secret for nine months living in a house with them she must not have shown very much or she no plus she, she always wore like hoodies and hid in her room and shit yeah. So like, but just like just the fact that it was a probably written off as the whole, oh she's just going through her phase. Uh huh. She's yeah. just getting fat. 
We better not say anything. She's just to her. going through a nine-month phrase known as pregnancy. And it was, "Hi, uh, your daughter's in labor. What? She's in her room. No, she's in, she's here. Crazy. She's um, sitting in my office as we speak. I guess that's all. Really good, low-quality content. It's been good to be back. Feels good to get my thoughts out out on the internet. You know." Yeah, it's, it's like therapy uh, for me. It's been nice. It's been uh, good to catch up. It's good to put something into a recording again, and just to be able to uh, to talk about you know all the different things that we've uh, neglected the last month here. But you know, as uh, times get easier, and we'll uh, we'll have to do a little persuasion work with Josh as far as getting him on the next episode, but it was his wife's birthday today. Today, today is a, today is a pretty, pretty acceptable happenstance. But you know what's not acceptable? He didn't even answer the group chat today. Yeah. He left us on red. That's for yeah, sure. He did do that. And we have so a rule. You all need to tell him that's wrong. We have a rule on the podcast chat. You can leave us on red on any other fucking, um, group chat or individual chat but if you let if you get left on red and the podcast chat it hurts pro- different uh, yeah there's a problem that's why it's a rule and it was broken today i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's his wife's birthday and that he has a lot going on but i will be verbally harassing him probably tomorrow at some point so i love that um as always send us some questions thank you to everybody who stuck around through our little high unplanned hiatus and you're back with us now and you're going to continue to be with us because we're all great friends and i want you next when you listen to this episode re-listen to it and talk with us okay you in your car or your office or whatever talk have a conversation with us we're all catching up not just me and nick okay that's sweet I like yeah that. yeah i love it are we good is that it yeah i'm uh i'm happy that you're happy that we're happy <laughs> We're back. Stay tuned. Thanks. Bye.